0: All right, so Ryan Stasek, welcome to the Hell Fucking Yeah Podcast, man. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Of course, man. Anytime. I'm really excited about this one. I mean, nice to meet you virtually.
1: Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Thank you.
0: Of course, of course. I like this, man. This is like the first time I have like um, you have like a similar setup, you know, the mic, and usually people are on the phones or whatever. I mean, that you know, it's all good, it's all cool, but this is.
1: This is great, but <laughs> we're going pro. We're going, going pro. pro. That's right. That's yeah. right. I contemplated. It's like 85. It's a, it's, it's a hot 80 out here. So I was thinking about doing back porch vibe, but you know, oh, I nice. have just been into the iPad and uh, kind of hard to hear. Plus the kids are homeschool and they're running around. So I figured maybe this would be a little cleaner.
0: Totally understand that. Um, Where are you, where are you living? I'm
1: in Charleston, South Carolina. Nice.
0: Nice. It was hot
1: out. Yeah. I'm a little jealous,
0: man. I'm not going to lie. It's uh, you know, I'm in New York. I'm in, I'm a, long island okay and um it just you know it turns fall and it just rains it's like ice rain until until like march
1: So <laughs> no, i know, I know. You gotta
0: close the pool and um you know just there. stay inside it sucks but whatever yeah
1: there's actually a ton of people uh, making the exodus coming from connecticut jersey new york down to charleston
0: yeah yeah uh maybe one day but yeah for now i'm stuck here and, and things we like can that, obviously so.
1: we can obviously curse correct uh, yes.
0: Yes. Kay. It's actually kind of required. So, all
1: right. Well,
0: fucking, fucking yeah. <laughs> so for those who don't know, Ryan is the basis for the genre bending jam band, Umphreys McGee. Uh, so let's start at the beginning. The band formed in 1997 at the university of Notre Dame. Um, how did this whole combination happen? Were they friends or were there additions or?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's interesting. Cause, uh, Brendan Bayless, um, who I've uh, It's been 25 years We've been friends and making music together Yeah um, We actually have a show here in Charleston, South Carolina Where I am outside uh, social, Socially distanced on a beach uh, This Friday <laughs> So he brought his whole family down from Chicago um, Crazy times, man they're, they're homeschooling from On vacation, but homeschooling We're, we're doing a bass and, and a acoustic guitar gig That got cancelled in March And then got cancelled again from COVID so uh, he's down here, which is great. But I met him at Notre Dame in 1995, and um, kind of vibed out and figured that you know I wanted to be in a band and play music. Um, I did not play bass yet, and uh, he didn't even own an electric guitar. So wow. we met, we hung out a few times, and and kind of were, were in had had a lot in common into similar music into similar, um, you know, uh, extracurricular activities. And I was like, here's a, here's my guitar, man. I'll buy a bass. Let's make some original music. Um, obviously you always start with covers and you know, doing blues and, sure. and, and doing everything until you get uh, enough time and start writing. But we, we started making original music in 1995. We were in a band called Tashi station. Um, yeah. Brendan is kind of a star Wars dork. So we, we, you know, um, we did that for a little bit was, as a three piece and a four piece. And then there was a band that actually lived in my dorm. Um, our late drummer, Michael Muro, who, uh, who had passed away, um, he, he lived in my dorm. Joel was the keyboard player. They were in more of a cover band called Stomper Bob. And uh, they would play to packed houses all the time, all the underage kids, everybody. I mean, they were just the, the band at Notre Dame. Um, but they weren't playing as much original music. And we were playing original music to, like, our seven friends at the bars, you know? Yeah. So we decided to unite forces, and uh, we became a four-piece in uh, late '97. Keys, drums, bass, guitar, and we just started writing music and said, "Hey, let's give this a shot. Let's really give this a, the old uh, college try, if you will." Sure, sure. Yeah, man.
0: So the debut album, um, Greatest Hits Volume Three, which is yeah. probably one of the funniest titles ever for our first yeah. record. Um, it was recorded in the back of a Napa Auto Parts. If, that, if that's correct.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, here, and here's the funny: <laughs> thing. I actually have one sitting here. If you can see that. Oh no shit! It is no shit. misspelled. U M. Wait, is this one spelled correctly? Nah, this is the wrong one. Our yeah. first, our first batch. There it is. Our manager came up and he's like, "Hey, I want to manage your band," and, and we're like, <laughs> "No, maybe, H." Maybe you should uh, <laughs> start by spelling. Spell. That's the, That's the house we lived in front of. Yeah, these yeah. are these are hard to find. But yeah, that was the first one. We we're like, you know what, why don't we do uh, greatest hits volume three, that'll be the de- debut album uh, songs for older women will be the second album. <laughs> um, but to come full circle. <clears throat> this is why I think that idea was so genius. Um, obviously, it was completely fake, but we've thought about going back into the studio with the six piece that we are now with uh, with Jake on guitar and Chris on drums. We thought, how great would it be to make greatest hits volume one and two and just record every track that we have, um, that we played together that has not been put on a studio record. So it kind of gives us some creative uh, outlets there when we have some time to get some recording done.
0: Absolutely, that's not. That's a great idea. Um, is there anywhere to hear this? Besides, I mean, I know there's physical copies, it's all out of print, but is there anywhere to hear it digitally? I tried to find it, but.
1: No, I don't think so. I've actually seen some copies selling for <laughs> way more than they should be on eBay. Um, yeah. It's pretty funny. Yeah, it was just one of those things. Our, uh, Brendan's, uh, I think the, the girl he was dating at the time, it was her father. It was, it was either his place or his uncle's place, and we just set up, you know, a little mini studio in the back of Napa there and just pushed record. You it's know, fucking awesome, man. All the mistakes, everything's on there. We just captured and said, let's get something out. Hell yeah, hell yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so there's so many albums and live records. I'm really digging Anchor Drops, and, and more recently, It's You. Um, but I really can't stop listening to the cover mashup album, Zonkey. Yeah. Um, people around me are starting to get like kind of pissed off, but I don't really <laughs> care. Um, I'm such a sucker for cover albums, mashups, things like that. Um, I gotta say this one takes my number one spot, man. Um, some of the mashups include Bob Marley, Frank Zappa, Fleetwood Mac and the weekend, Nirvana, MGMT, white zombie, Pink Floyd, even motorhead and ween, which is insane. It's, it's a nonstop party really. Um, so jam bands are known for great covers. How did this album come about?
1: Well, you know, Fish had always been doing, uh, you know, big jam band, um, had been doing albums for Halloween. And we wanted to do something on Halloween that was kind of a theme or thematic for for jam band fans. And mm-hmm. we were – and someone had given me an iPod in Chicago filled with thousands of songs on it. And I, I would put it on shuffle when I would run or, or just hang out and – one time, this, this mashup came of Come Together and Come Closer, mm-hmm. uh, Nine Inch Nails and, and The Beatles. And we heard it in the back of the bus when we were like, man, we should, we should cover this. This would be great. So we did it. We took that idea. And then Halloween was around the corner. And we said, you know what? We should just do this ourselves with our own music. Um, and it's a lot more work than you think. You know, you, you have to find songs that are similar tempos, uh, similar keys that can change and then kind of make these, these arrangements. And we had done it for a decade. And the funny part is that, you know, being classic Humphreys McGee, we, um, we, we would wait until the end and, and uh, you know, rush everything, rush the charts. And, and I don't think we ever performed anything perfectly because we would, you know, we'd waste time until it was time to actually do it. So part of it was for us to be like, listen, we have spent 10 years writing and arranging and trying to come up with this concept. Let's put out a record so at least people can hear it correctly. And let you know, and let's just have it for ourselves too, so we can say, hey, we put a ton of work and 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 let it get out there. And I think it's also one of those records that, you know, it's not um, it's not Umphrey's McGee, but it's it's a it's it's a it's a novelty thing that we did, but it relates from all ages. Right. I mean, people who doesn't love Dreams yeah. by Fleetwood Mac. Who doesn't right. love Michael Jackson? You know, who does? I mean, if, and who loves Motorhead? Me, you know. So you get you get all of those all of those genres and things in there, and it gets people talking, and, and it can be clever, and I'm sure some people hate it too, but but it was super fun to do. It was super fun. I thought it was pretty creative.
0: Absolutely, no, it's fantastic. And not only is it a mashup of two songs, it's mostly three songs on each track. Yeah, yeah, uh, well, it, which makes it even crazier. And and the the songs aren't really. I mean, yeah, you've had to. Well, actually, let me ask you this: Did you sit down and put these three songs together, or were these songs that you normally like played live, and you thought, "Oh, these would work together"? Or did you sit down and, like experiment, like this is gonna work
1: with this? Everything, everything. everything. I mean, the Ween, the Ween <laughs> song and the Motorhead song it, are basically the same song, so yeah, that was that yeah, was yeah. pretty easy to put together. Where, you know, we're like, these sounds so <laughs> similar, I think it'd be. It'd be, you know, pay, you know, and, and out of respect, I love both bands. Um, The the other ones was um, some, we had not done at all. And we had come up with uh, a lot of just trying things out, trial and error, you know, tempos, keys. um, If we could hit the high notes, you know, all of that came factored in. Uh, And in the beginning, like when we first started 10 years ago, we had one where I think we did a land of confusion with um, one of our songs, uh, Wappy Sprayberry and, and, uh, um, maybe like three other songs there was an uh, uh am i evil or uh there was metallica i mean it was ridiculous i remember when we charted it was like a 17 minute song we're like what are we doing to ourselves so <laughs> trying to read these and memorize these things and then perform them on halloween uh, yeah. so obviously some didn't make the cut some were better than others and some work better than others but we tried to we tried to you know hit the whole spectrum there of, of every genre
0: sure sure um will we ever hear zonky perform live front to back
1: no no, <laughs> absolutely,
0: absolutely not. Is nah, it? You,
1: you'll hear some tracks here and there. There was a while we were doing the mashups um, a little more frequently and some more than others. Some, some seem to be stronger. Um, and then we felt like we were making people overdose on them. Like we were giving too much. And it right. was like, I, I, we didn't want people to start getting sick of them. We didn't want the players to start getting sick of them too. True. But it's weird when you start playing mashups that much, then, then you go back and try to play just the original song. You totally, you know, in our mind, we had changed the key of it. We changed the feel and the arrangements. And, and, and you're like, oh man, I don't even know the original version anymore. Right. Right. Funny. Right. You know, that's kind of
0: funny. Cause I would hear like, let's say, you know, you did the, uh, gorillas and Metallica mashup. Oh, I hear one of those, either one of those tracks isolated by the original artist, And I, I'm going to imagine, you know, your version. Yeah. As the next bar, you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, that's pretty funny because that was that's I cool. actually I sang the, the uh, gorillas part in the studio there because I don't sing. I yeah. told uh, as a, as a joke I said if if I'm ever going to sing on any of the records I'm going to sing in a in a fake British accent. and yeah. uh, I'm, I'm two for I'm two for two on that. So nice. staying <laughs> true to my word. That's
0: awesome, man. Well, you 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 nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually looked for the vinyl for that. It was like two hundred dollars on eBay. <laughs> no, it's like impossible to find. Yeah, really. Yeah. I think- um, but yeah, if you don't ahead, have it, guys listening out there, go get it. And if you don't like it, then you don't like music, and I don't like it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you don't like it after spin 300, <laughs> I understand, but spin one, you know, give it a chance. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. Um,
0: so there's a few bands to me where each member has a strong presence or identity. Um, bands like Red Hot Chili Peppers and Primus are some examples where the bass really stands out. So after listening to Umfries, I can easily say the same for you, man. Um, when did you start playing the bass and what other instruments do you play?
1: Um, all right, we'll go from the beginning there. Um, I yeah. started playing piano when I grew up in Pittsburgh at about five and I had a really cool piano teacher for seven years and it, and it wasn't like classical music wasn't, um, and sight reading wasn't, uh, just crushed or, or, or over pushed. Um, I was doing pop songs and top 40 tunes and, and, Jazz and ragtime. It was really fun, and I and I and I kept wanting to come back to do it. And then when I left uh, and moved to Michigan in 1988, I ended up getting a teacher that that didn't that wanted me to play just classical and and get rid of my ear training and focus more on sight reading and everything. and it, it became less fun for me because I'm more of an ear person and feel I always have been. Um, so when I moved to Michigan, I left all of my family, and the piano was not very mobile, and I was really for the first time rock and roll and new music was was being presented to me by my new friends and not my parents or cousins or colleagues and stuff so there was this newness in 88 so guns and roses and you know listening to heavy metal and um i was playing hockey and just uh, different diff- i was going through different changes because i had moved and uh guns and roses was just like so dangerous and so cool and, I was, and yeah. I was loving that so i have to play guitar i wanted to play guitar Plus, I wanted to, you know, pick up chicks and, and piano was pretty tough to have mobile if you want to <laughs> impress a chick with the piano. So the sure. guitar seemed like the move. No. So uh, when I, I played in some, um, you know, crappy garage bands and some punk bands like in high school and then I just, you know, kind of self-taught, didn't have lessons uh, yeah. learned from tab and magazines and, and by my ear, um, still play piano. But guitar was my main my main uh, my main thing when I went to Notre Dame. That's when I met Brendan um played in a couple bands before brendan where i switched between guitar and bass and i always assumed that maybe i'd be in in these types of bands where people change their instruments and we always switch around and do things and you know there's a great band tortoise they do that all the time out of chicago awesome band um and then brendan was like man i got this i'll be the singer i'll play guitar i was like all right i'm gonna play bass um but i didn't get serious about bass or or start taking myself serious with it until i was probably 20 or 21 Mm you know and then you know there there was so much that i didn't know and i had not studied um and didn't dive into like i was finally discovering uh properly jaco pastorius and mingus and and um started educating myself more and then you know when the internet came around and you were able to go down youtube wormholes i mean i'm still learning still digging and there's just so much out there sure. um great it's it's so cool to have this now especially during this quarantine I'm teaching people and having references and, and uh, other things to learn from and riffs and tricks and tips it's pretty awesome so,
0: yeah i was actually going to get to that now basicstaysick.com right that's yeah. you do live lessons right i
1: do i do um awesome. it, I, I do both it's it's you know i'm i'm a pretty um, social person I'm not very shy so I do a little bit of both. Um, not everybody wants to play bass. Not everybody wants to learn bass. Some people just want to hang out and sip fine tequila or a cold Budweiser. Sure. sure. So, you know, like during these times we kind of and – and I can't say enough uh, appreciation of like the fan support and, and uh, helping, you know, lost all of, everybody lost their job and trying to make ends meet. So it's cool to have uh, either a half hour or 50 minutes um, of just a hang or a hang and a bass lesson or um, just uh, shooting the shit, having some beers, talking about life. Uh, Absolutely. asking any questions, um, that, you know, people are curious about people, uh, tons of people have been to a bunch of shows, um, have just had a, a ton of questions they want to ask. We just hang out and, and that's been, it's been super fun for me too, because I'm hanging out with people. I'm engaging with fans right. and, and I love that too. You know, not that I don't love being at home with my family. I, I really do, uh, more than anything, but when you've been traveling for a couple decades and, and engaging with, with, uh, fans and people and, and new friends, it's, it's, it's a little, uh, it's a little weird. To, to go down a lockdown and miss all that. Sure. Um,
0: so how has it been for you, actually, during the pandemic? Like, have you been – has there been any shows or any virtual events or anything like that besides, yeah, I, you know, obviously, the lessons?
1: Um, so I'm in a synthwave, a, synth a six-piece synthwave band here called Doom Flamingo in Charleston. Yep. So we all live by each other. Um, and, you know, everybody's safe. Uh, obviously, this goes without saying safety first and everything, especially in the, in the earlier months. Um, but now we've gotten together and reheard. We actually played an outdoor – um, drive-in setting, like socially distanced concert this last weekend, awesome. um, which was awesome. Um, and we had done virtual shows before where we played in empty venues with just us and the, and the crew. And, you know, it's just not the same when, when you're not playing to people. It feels so good to perform for people. Um, Umphreys has been able to do two drive-ins, uh, one in Atlanta, one in Chicago. Um, but as far as, you know, it's pretty bleak for consistency in, in 2020. So... We'll have to see what uh, 2021 holds and what the future holds and uh, have a little more consistency in, in safe gigging. Sure, um, sure. The virtual, it, it it is what it is, um, but everybody prefers live music. Of course,
0: of course. Um, you did one recently, too, at like a motorway, right? Speedway. Yeah, in Atlanta. Atlanta Speedway, that, that was in Atlanta.
1: Dude, it was a fucking hurricane on um, no Saturday. Shit. We We lost it did some damage. You know, there was, it was, it was sold out. And there were a ton of people there, then there were tornado warnings. So, you know, we have to be safe. And then all of a sudden we're like, okay, it's raining, but I think there's going to be a break. Let's get out there and perform. Um, we want to play. They want us to play. We need this. And, and a big shout out to the fans who, who stuck it out. Cause I know it was muddy. And then the rain I had, I have played in cheese uh, and Mexico and Dominican, all these other places. I've never seen uh, a storm or this much rain coming down on us. And, um, to be honest, in, in, I'm not even sure if it was safe, but we kept playing through it. We were losing gear. I lost six pedals, a bass, in, oh, uh, a bass jack. Fry, I mean, a bunch of it was just frying in front of us, and then it cleared up like an hour later, and we were able to finish the set and redeem ourselves. But there were some, there were some rough moments there for, <laughs> for yeah, a little bit. Point three, just, you're watching pedals skits out and then break, and then you're pulling, you know, troubleshooting live. That's that's always fun. Oh, that's man, always that's a fun nice. part of a show. So but I, but I mean, overall, it was great you know yeah. um it was fun to perform live again up on a real stage and be with my homies um i i just wish the uh damage wasn't uh, as much as it was
0: sure um so on another band that you're in you just mentioned doom flamingo yeah um it's an electric electronic infused female-led outfit um yeah. how, how did this whole thing come about did, did you come together
1: recently Um, almost two years now, you know, I mean, it's kind of a funny story. My wife and I moved down here when we were pregnant with our first daughter, Amelia, um, at the end of 2012 from Chicago. And she had family down here. We wanted to be near family with having a kid. and, And, um, I noticed after like six years living down here, I looked at her, I was like, you know, I don't really have any friends. I don't know anybody and I don't know any musicians. Um, I should probably do that. I'm a musician. I'd like to play some local gigs. I'd like to play with people. I'd like to be out on the scene. Um, because, you know, you're just busy traveling for Humphreys. For when I was home, I was with my wife and daughter and family man. So we put together a group, um, my friend Hank Wharton and um, my manager, Vince Iwinski, who also lives down here. And it was kind of like a super group. Like we didn't know what we were going to do. I thought maybe just one gig. And right. we didn't, we didn't want to do funk. We didn't want to do – we didn't know what we wanted to do. And then Synthwave kind of kind of hit us for this, this 80s vibe we were all vibing with and this electronic music. And Kanika Moore, our lead singer, is just a powerhouse. And they've all played with each other in every genre and every gig around town. They all, everybody knows everybody. And, and um, it was just, it, it fits so well. And we immediately went into a studio and wrote music. And then we had a gig and it just happened so fast. Yeah. Um, and it was, con- it was just clicking and connecting. And uh, um, we can't wait to get back out on the road again as well with this outfit. Actually, we are going to go do a short uh, outdoor little tour in Asheville and uh, make it up to Richmond, Virginia as well. Uh, with Doom Flamingo in early November here and play nice. some uh, outdoor gigs, which will be awesome. But yeah, uh, no, we, we, yeah, we have a Doom EP that we put out, which is our yeah. dark side. And then we have a Flamingo EP, which is coming out very soon, which is more of the beachy, uh, you know, A1A, Beachfront Avenue, Lamborghinis at night with the palm trees vibe.
0: Yeah, no, it's awesome. I uh, actually downloaded the the Doom EP yesterday. Uh, yeah. It's awesome. Thanks. It's, um, It's really cool. And, you know, listening to everything you're part of is – it's so eclectic. It's all you know. It's like almost every genre of music. So it's it's really Try, really cool. You know, trying to
1: yeah, kind of. It's like you know, you got to satisfy You can't be missionary every time. You know, yeah, you gotta you yeah. gotta you gotta move yeah. around. I, I've got a punk band that I've been writing music with too, called the Hazards. Um, Mike Ganser from Aqueous, He's he's up uh, near Buffalo, Rochester area, and um, we've been writing um, punk songs. And we actually had a gig on March twelfth in. San Diego, but we were told to fly home that morning and that's when COVID ended. So how punk rock is oh. that? Your first gig gets cancelled yeah. from <laughs> COVID nineteen. But we've yeah. been, been writing and doing stuff. And then I'm also in an eighties uh kind of cover band uh with my Canadian friends, um The New Deal, and that's called the Omega Moose and it's very revenge of the nerds themed and uh synth uh, fronted with a fantastic synth player, Jamie Shields. Oh, that's and, uh, awesome, man. Yeah. We do a lot of fun covers and dance music.
0: I can't wait to hear that. Is that going to be out like anytime soon or no? You know,
1: we we have not released anything. We've always yeah. just played festivals, after parties, after shows, our right. own shows when when people have had time off just to have fun. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah.
0: Um, so a couple uh, little tribute questions here. Um, is it true? Is I bring it, true, it. Is it true? Umphrey's used to be a Star Wars tribute band. <laughs> False. False.
1: Absolutely false. I mean, Bayless is definitely the Star Wars nerd, but that was more Toshi Station, um, our okay. power trio, and then f- our quartet before Humphrey started. So technically, Toshi Station could have been a Star Wars tribute band. We did nice. play Cantina bands so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Um, what does it mean when your set list says G- uh, Jimmy Stewart? <laughs> uh,
1: you know, Jimmy Stewart, Jazz Odyssey. Um, Improvisation—it all means the same. It, it really means um, people think it's it, it's something different, and, and we always lie just to fuck with people. But all it is is that you're gonna, you you guys are gonna do pure improvisation in that part, and and uh, and it means it could go anywhere. It's it's uh, boundaryless, and and um, you know, go for it, risk it. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah. Um,
0: so, what was it like to play the base of
1: Doom? Oh my gosh, yes. Um, <laughs> Felix, uh Felix Pastorius, what a what an insanely uh genuine and awesome awesome human being. Uh, I was in Brooklyn with him and um he's like, Hey, you wanna check something out of my apartment? you know, I came over and he let me play the bass um the bass of Doom before it was going to I believe um NAM out in uh in California. So it was flying out the next morning. And uh, you know, kind of, it's weird. You get chills. And I tried to play some Jocko riffs on it, and just yeah. uh, hold, just hold it in my hands. I felt so honored and and, and blessed. It was, and, and what a what a great guy, and what a killer player too. Um, yeah. Felix is Felix is a badass, but he's a he's a really awesome person.
0: Absolutely. Uh, so you guys are going to cover some Guns N' Roses songs live. What's your favorite one to cover?
1: The problem with covering Guns N' Roses <laughs> is, is having people. You got to find the people who can sing it. You know, uh, that's that's just yeah, like doing yeah. Rush Rush or uh, sure. I mean, Getty and Bruce Dickinson, you know, Bruce stuff with Iron Maiden like that shit is high. So, um, you know, I think Rocket Queen is definitely one of our favorite tunes collectively from all the guys in the band. Um, we need to do more. Yeah. We need to do more. I don't think I've done enough to say that oh, I have I a favorite, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, on October 29th, you're playing the score for The Exorcist. Movie, uh, yes. right? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That's yeah. really cool. So
0: explain what's going on there. Like you playing the movie and playing yeah. the score to it. Oh, that's okay. awesome.
1: So there's an outdoor at the Poorhouse, house, which is a, a fantastic, uh, it's like family uh, uh, here in, in uh, a venue, outdoor venue. And on the porch, they'll put up a big screen and they'll play the exorcist. And Ross Bogan, um, a keyboardist in, in Doom Flamingo, him, him and the drummer, Stu, they had taken out all of the music from the movie and we rescored it and we cue each other and um, I'm going to do a rough run with them, which is interesting. Cause I get to watch the exorcist like three times in a row, which I have a <laughs> fucked up story about that too, yeah. um, that I need to tell you. But um, I thought how, how cool would this be? Definitely not one I'm bringing the kids to, but to sit here and then we're, we're next to the stage and we improv and do all of the, uh, the music and droning and during, you know, you've seen the movie. Yeah. You know, so we can get a little creative and, uh, and see what happens there. Just this more of like an art gig. That's um, really cool yeah it seems it seems fun but but here's the story so so my mom didn't really follow the rules as a you know pg-13 or r-rated stuff i saw some fucked up shit when i was really young <laughs> and um i remember watching the exorcist maybe for like the second or third time as a family um sitting around and a picture fell up in our bathroom and like we heard this this boom, boom, boom. We're like what the hell was that and uh I remember my dad he went up and got a knife and I was behind him, my sister's behind me, and my mom was behind him. Like we creeped up. I mean I'm like six years old and we walked up and we looked in the bathroom, he turned on the light and the picture had fallen off and we were just freaked out. I think I slept in my parents' bed for like two weeks. You know. That was <laughs> yeah. a mess that was a messed up movie for me when I was a little kid. Now now I've Absolutely. seen it so many um, times it's almost um it's almost comedic in yeah. some parts. You know. I know, I
0: remember watching certain things like when I was younger, like Nightmare nightmare on elm street or, or chucky and now they're hilarious but yeah then, well, nah they were yeah. you know <laughs> it was really scary
1: so i have a they two and a half you. year old um daughter named mickey and this is the last halloween where my wife and i are able to dress her up um as something we want to and she's just a little maniac so uh she's gonna be chucky she nice. doesn't know what that is but uh nice. yeah we ordered, <laughs> we ordered the whole costume we gotta put the makeup on it's gonna be funny. that's awesome
0: that's great um, now your wife is going to have a show on yeah. HGTV next year, right?
1: Dude, we just announced this yesterday. Yeah, yeah. she, she's a, she's a insanely talented, um, interior designer That's and awesome. she's been uh, chasing this stream for, for quite a long time through, uh, you know, in New York and in, uh, in Colorado. And then when we were in Chicago and now being here in the South and, uh, she got picked up for a show, it's called Breaking Bland. And, um, she goes in and, and, and does projects in, uh, local homes here um renovating and design and uh you know uh breaks the bland and, and puts her spin on it and uh and and it's been awesome i've been able to see uh some of the stuff that uh that she's been able to change and it's like mind blown it's awesome i'm That's really really cool. proud of her it's gonna be cool but well, we're definitely cool.
0: we're definitely gonna be watching it. my wife loves shows like that
1: yeah and uh i told her
0: about it when i was writing out the interview yesterday she's like oh really i'm like yeah yeah, yeah. march march <laughs> 2nd her about it
1: tuesdays at 8 30 i think is uh is is where it is where it's at awesome awesome
0: so what i'm gonna do now is bring up some pictures from instagram <laughs> oh <Uh-oh.
1: laughs> good ones good ones <laughs> bananas bananas
0: <laughs> yeah so this was our little um you know this is a little promo picture i used for uh all the social and stuff like that any story behind this one or
1: uh, no, I think, uh, I think backstage one time they brought us like 60 bananas, an absurd <laughs> amount of bananas. And I'm like, what the fuck are we going to do with all these bananas? So I just started signing them and started tossing them out to the crowd. As nice. a joke. <laughs> like I threw out like, Oh man, that would suck 20 bananas.
0: I'd be like, <laughs> I can't keep this unless like, well, I guess you can like cryogenically freeze
1: it, <laughs> yeah, just eat it, eat it. it. They're pretty, yeah. they're pretty ripe. looks like they were pretty ripe already. So, yeah. <laughs>
0: All right. So, uh, first picture up we got, uh, I'm just going to explain them a little bit. So for the people listening, they have yeah. no idea what I'm talking about usually. Um, okay. So we got Ryan standing by the pool here. Um, full Budweiser from head to toe Budweiser outfit, um, drinking a Budweiser. So do you love Budweiser or is just, is this, uh, it's just like a Saturday.
1: <laughs> this is, this is more like a Tuesday, but Tuesday. Uh, yeah, I, I do. I do love, I do love Budweiser. I've always loved Budweiser. My dad, uh, famously uh, told me when I had come home um, in my hippie days and tried to make him drink like a cashew, pine nut, macadamia, nut stout or something. He's like, what the <laughs> fuck is that? He's like, we drink Budweiser. I'm a yeah. Bud man. He's like, right, if you're right. Stasic, you're a Bud man. I was like, oh, that resonated with me. So my friends at Shinesty, big shine out to Shinesty threads. They sent me this suit. Um, they sell really awesome uh, and funny um, clothing. You should check that out. And, and the sunglasses too, the pit vipers, yeah. on oh, shiny steel though so so when quarantine came here in charleston they shut down the beaches and uh we yeah. were locked in we locked home so i ordered one of those in tech's easy setup pools yeah uh so that is my above ground pool that <laughs> i uh would uh, put the speedo on and do some belly flops to uh, try to freak <laughs> out the kids and uh you know that's just a, that's a tuesday crushing some cold buds in my budweiser suit next to my redneck pool man <laughs>
0: awesome man yeah we ordered all kinds of crazy shit when the when the pandemic happened here in New York, because uh, everything was locked down here too. I totally. mean, beaches weren't even open anyway because it's cold. But yeah. um, you know, movie theaters, everything got, uh, closed. So yeah, we ordered like virtual reality headsets. It was, it was fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, so now we got Ryan on stage playing the bass, and uh, this is a massive crowd, man.
1: I mean, I think that's main stage at Bonnaroo.
0: Oh, okay, um, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, and that that's back when Bonnaroo was eighty to a hundred thousand people. Sure. Um, man, you're making me miss really miss live, <laughs> live music now. I just thought that yeah. I was like, are
0: we ever gonna see this again? You yeah,
1: know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, that is like you look. They are they are uh, boots to packed butts. They're packed, packed in. in. Yeah, yep. yeah. That was we played. I like, I wish I could tell you who we played right before. Um, she's a badass, and I can't I can't remember her name. But we got to play the main stage of Bonnaroo that year. And uh, I think my buddy Jeff Kravitz took that shot, the photographer. Um, and that's a picture of my daughter next to Phil Collins on my T-shirt there that I photoshopped and put on no there shit. for no reason <laughs> just to make it look make it look like it was her uncle. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, but that's awesome. a good shot. It just like it was just a sea of people. Um, yeah, nothing like it, man.
0: That's crazy. Well, hopefully one day, you know, yeah. we we'll get back to that. Huh. So this uh yeah, this is way back, right? This is yeah, the um, guy. this is ninety eight standing by the water here, um, all lined up. Ryan's uh almost in the middle here. So what um yeah, ninety-eight. So this is right as soon as you guys pretty much put out the first record, second record.
1: This is exactly why my wife would call me a hoarder and I will call myself a <laughs> keeper of selected magical gems. Um, those ridiculous shorts. I still have, I, 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 I'm, I'm doing a, um, a virtual hang with Bayless tomorrow. And this has been a topic of, um, some pretty funny discussion. And I, I was, I pulled them out cause I was like, man, maybe I should put these on. They are hilarious. They're like satin, um, patchwork pants with, yeah. with, with leopard and zebra, uh, like velvet linings and belt i mean it's, they're absolutely they're just, ridiculous 90s v- total 90s victim. yeah like yeah. triple triple xl but 32 <laughs> waist you know <laughs> yeah and i should have mentioned
0: too that ryan's the only one in the picture without a shirt on yeah yeah and, and these crazy shorts everyone's dressed pretty
1: normal <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't get the, the white the t-shirt memo there that everybody else is in sneakers Yeah, that's right yeah. Yeah. that's right yeah. that's right like i've never been, I've been never been one to <laughs> never been one to fit in yeah it's pretty uh, <laughs> pretty standard right there
0: nothing wrong with that that's great uh so this is this is more recent. This is um yep. Doom Flamingo. Uh you guys are on stage, is there is this a show or just rehearsal or?
1: Okay, so so Doom Flamingo during quarantine, we everybody locked down for the first couple months, and then we all got tested and, and decided to record two one hour live streams. Mm-hmm. Um one is Doom, where we all we all wore black and it was all of our, our uh dark covers and darker songs, and then we did a flamingo set where we all wore white. And uh, Kanika's there in the center in the rainbow. And uh, this is at the Poor House with nobody there. And yep. um, I think you can go on YouTube and watch these, um, you know, depending on what vibe you're going for. You want the darker Doom? You want the Doom vibe? Or if you want the Flamingo <laughs> vibe? They're, they're both uh, about an hour long with um, some originals and some covers. But oh, uh, that's, that's at the Poor House here, yeah. And then we did a third one that was all covers um, called – I don't know, Dutch oven or under the Dutch oven covers, or I don't know what we called it, but we did another one so there was um so we'd have you know all three of what uh, doom Flamingo's uh, capable of doing So we since we were locked here, we said we might as well record some stuff and let some people get some visuals of what we're all about as well
0: sure, I got to check that out. Um, I yeah. love the cover by the way of uh, Wicked game
1: yeah, thank you yeah you know, we Very try cool. to do we cool. try to do some some um some 80s synth wave spins and arrangements on uh, on some 80s classics too sure
0: so. all right uh now this is um, mr bayless what's his first name I'm Sorry.
1: Brendan Bayless. My, brendan uh, bayless my right hand man for 25 years yeah very cool um yeah. you
0: guys are wearing the shirt basic shirts um
1: yeah, yeah. a little shameless plug here at the uh yeah, b-a-s-s-i-k at basic mm-hmm. um i've made some merch um, this, is, this is for Bayless and I's side project there, uh, the, the, the Baywatch or the Hulk Hogan looking, uh, yeah. looking T-shirts. <laughs> but, uh, it's super fun. Him and I, you know, we've been doing this for so long. We've been writing songs together since 95. Um, we're going to play out on the beach, I think, like I mentioned, um, coming up here on Friday. And we do a bunch of covers and a bunch of, uh, a bunch of originals, some jamming, and then, you know, some banter, tell some stories. Um, Bayless uh, is actually a, quite a funny guy. I don't know if people do yeah. that or not. So letting I, letting people in on it, the dude's pretty funny. I gotta check this out. Yeah. Um
0: so these shirts you can get on basicstasic.com, the, right? The black
1: and gold are sold out, but we do have <laughs> a couple of the red and red and yellows. Yep. I'll have to make oh, yeah. another uh another another Instagram uh plug.
0: Nice. So well, this brings me to the next one. Where can I get this one? Because I Yeah,
1: can... same thing, man. BasicStasic.com. That's my <laughs> run DMC shout out. Love <laughs>
0: yeah, it. yeah. Yeah, New York. Um they, these are available, they're not
1: sold out. Uh, there's a few left, yeah. All right, it so it? this is um, the Trans Am that's a 79 Trans Am,
0: <laughs> things like mint condition um,
1: It's not in mint, but it's close. My the guy yeah. who built it here, I this is the, the lighting here is really nice. Here, I had just had it uh, um, detailed because it was man, when you got it stored here on the, the pollen and the ocean, the salt air. So, notice the the car seat in the back for Mickey, got that uh secured in there. So I take the kids out, but, uh, yeah, being from Pittsburgh, I want a black and gold. Um, Trans Am has always been my favorite car. It's been my wife's favorite car. Um, something about the T tops, it's just sexy muscle, man. Yeah. And, um, awesome. so, Vanguard. you know, and you really, I'm really starting to learn about my car too. Cause I'm, I'm not, a, I'm not a mechanic and I'm not a car guy, but my brother-in-law just came in town and I was leaking gasoline and, um, the Shit. fuel, the fuel line had poked, had rubbed uh, up on the leafboard had poked through the hose, the fuel line hose. So we just, uh, we got under there and snipped it off and reclamped it and good as new. So um, I'm actually cruising wow. around with it all week. Um, feels good when you save uh, some money without having to, you know, leaking gasoline, you're going to have to have it. I'm going to have to have it towed make an appointment. Then I didn't have the T tops in. I got to make sure it's not raining and then probably get charged a yeah. hundred, 200 bucks on a simple, like $10 right. fix. Right. So, um, it's it feels good when you can get under there and and do it yourself. And uh, I just uh, I'm not I've never been a speed guy. Like I'm not a motorcycle guy. I'm not a I'm not a go fast dragster. I'm I'm always like I want to look cool Cruiser. and just cruise.
0: Cruise. So, yeah. Awesome man. Well, no better car to do it in, man. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> so a little story behind this one because when I originally asked you for the promo picture, you sent me a picture of you in these shorts <laughs> Santa had on with, with the kiddos, you know? Oh yeah. And I was like, um, I love the picture, but I couldn't use it. Cause it was so, it was pixelated when I blew it up. Oh, gotcha. So I was like, we have to talk about them. <laughs> we have to talk about it. That picture we got to it. But then as I went to your Instagram, I was like, oh, man, there's a series of these fucking pictures. Uh,
1: the 12 Days of Christmas. You know, we, 12 we Days work. of
0: Christmas. Is that Did you do? Is it really 12? <laughs> I think so. You know, am- amazing. Um, yeah. So here's uh, Ryan and his wife. In, she's in like a denim, you know, bodysuit. And-
1: that's the Jacksonville Gene Keeney, also available. at okay. Shinesty okay. Threads. Yeah. Oh, no and, shit. No shit. Uh, the same uh, place that makes the, the Budweiser yeah. suit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they make uh, the Jorts Speedo. The denim yes, That's what I was going to ask
0: you about. I mean, man, you pulled off first yeah, of
1: all. you know no no um. shame here There's, <laughs> there is absolutely no shame here. Uh, you know, my wife and I have been since two thousand and eight, back when Sears was still was still there, um, we're all about dressing up the same or doing ridiculous things, tons of costumes. Um, we have classic stories of doing that. We used to go to Sears and and, and take cheesy pictures together. Um, we would, we're always, you know, you know, awkward photos, like the awkward family photos. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, We we would always look at those and and be inspired. Like, what are we going to do? We just, cause I get all these cards every year for Christmas from every family (laughs) and, and I'm not making fun of anybody Stuff. they're all beautiful families and everything, but they're all, you know, um, you know, they were similar. I was like, we gotta, we gotta do something. That's a little, a little more uh, white noise, you know, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) a little more entertaining here. Let's, let's just go for it. And, um, someone sent a picture of like, I think they were naked And I was like, well, let's wear our denim uh, You know, this is a good, good, good time and One of our friends is a photographer And we're obviously very comfortable with her there So we got the kids over um, You know, but this is also like a Tuesday in December You know, I'm not afraid to walk around the beach And try to embarrass some kids
0: Tuesdays, man, um, Tuesdays for you are just
1: Tuesdays are awesome Isn't today Tuesday? <laughs> today's, it is, fucking, holy today's shit Today's
0: fucking rock, yeah Look at
1: that, man yeah.
0: Um, So yeah, this is great Now, did, uh, are you going to do this again? Like uh, you know, you know,
1: something will hit a. Oh shit! It's already October, isn't it? I'm going to have to start thinking. Yeah. Something's gonna have to uh, jump out to us that uh that we can do. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Did you so send we, these we out too. Um, I just, you know with social media now is it like it's just yeah. much easier to post um on social media, and then at one point you know my wife was like, don't you think we're overdoing it? Like posting every day. I was like, fucking twelve days of Christmas. <laughs> who cares? It's hilarious. And plus, Wait. we paid for them. You know, let's let's put yeah. them out there. Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. So, yeah, this is the original picture you sent me. Um,
1: yeah. I had so. one with Mickey with a bottle of Jack Daniels, and then I was like a little worried that, you know, obviously, you know, don't, don't <laughs> want to get the bad dad vibe going out there. She doesn't drink. Uh, she prefers uh, tequila.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, was, this, <laughs> a, was this a Tuesday as well? This
1: it, is all on Tuesday. It's <laughs> all on Tuesday. <laughs>
0: uh, so, I mean, this is fantastic. Obviously, your kids are great with it. They, you know.
1: Yeah. She's like nuts.
0: she's not like don't put this online or anything like that she's she they don't know it.
1: the kids <laughs> don't know anything about online yet i mean they know i guess amelia knows about like youtube kids and stuff but they don't know yeah. anything about social media or anything good yet, so good good that's, that's good. good how
0: old are, how, how old are they now
1: um amelia seven we call her punky and uh mickey is uh two and a half wow and she is a handful man very Ooh, cool uh, all hands on deck with her
0: so any any more on the way or that's uh, no i am i'm capital. snipped dude i got snipped.
1: i got snipped right I snipped. after i was like two girls <laughs> i was like man two, i'm gonna end up with the twin girls after this and, and you <laughs> know, we're like well it's, i can't have four girls i was like I, I, we're outnumbered we'll be in zone defense yeah. i want man on man or oh, man no. on woman <laughs> we have our squad you know i think the next thing if anything is an addition it's going to be a, a dog sure that'll uh, probably be the, the move
0: absolutely uh, this uh, <laughs> last, <but laughs> that's, I think last fourth, but the, that's
1: Fourth of July. That's Fourth of July. That might have also been a Tuesday. I think Fourth of July was on a Tuesday this year. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, I'm not a fan of white thighs, so I was trying to <laughs> to Bron, uh, LeBron's James my upper thigh there, and you yeah. could tell that it it definitely needed some work. And uh, but, um, so
0: just so people for who are listening, we got. Um, <laughs> We got Ryan standing on the front. It's the front lawn, not right. You're on the. Oh front. yeah,
1: there's a parade. I'm greeting yeah, the people on yeah. the parade. Yep.
0: Just the, oh, is there really?
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah. God, there is. <laughs> yeah, it's like a golf cart parade. There's, yeah, there's a whole
0: you know line of traffic. Um, <clears throat> the kids are outside hanging out, and he's just standing there with the um. What is this thing called again?
1: I think it's the, the Jort Speedo the denim. The George. denim, yeah or the Jort jong or something i don't know what they call it they got, got some cle- they got clever names
0: got the got the stash going man looking good yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, classic classic dad classic dad out there kid on the shoulders i think that's a juice box yeah uh, you know i'm a little ashamed of my white thighs by that time of the year <laughs> i usually uh am usually bronzed up
0: yeah <laughs> oh man awesome yeah right, we, so.
1: sta- we, we started uh one late night at bonnaroo we started the wu-tan clan where basically all you had to do was uh, come up with your own clever tanning name. And then you were in. Um, and it didn't always have to be, you know, my wife was Pamela Tannerson. I was the, uh, the old skipper for the pirates, Chuck Tanner. And, um and it could be anything, you know, you could have, you could have been um, uh, Danny, Danny Tanner from full house. Dan, absolutely. Absolutely. Any of the, any of the old presidents work, you know, but um, pale Earnhardt Jr. You know, it doesn't have to be just tan, you know, get in there, get creative with it. And, I actually bought a website from like GoDaddy and paid for it for like two years. and was making profiles with my friends. I'm like, what am I doing? This has got some oh, money. <laughs> oh my God, that's <laughs> this is, awesome. This is way before social media where you could actually do it now for right. free. And right. put, maybe I should go back and get the Wu-Tan Clan and, and get it Make an get insta. and run it again. Yeah, Making a Wu-Tan,
0: Wu-Tan Clan Insta. That'd be great. Yeah. So um, that's it, man. We're going to wrap it up. Um, awesome. First off... You got so much going on so normally i ask you know what's next for you but we got we went through a lot of that you got uh doom flamingo um the exorcist uh score uh your wife's doing this hgtv show yeah you got the live lessons hopefully Humphrey's back on stage sometime soon you got a lot going on so uh can't wait to see everything that's coming up is there anything you want to add or mention that is coming up or
1: um, I think we hit, we hit pretty much all of it, man. Um, yeah, I'm just super cool. proud of my wife's new show coming out. That just happened cool. yesterday. So, yeah. yeah,
0: very good. And the last question I have is, on a scale from one to hell fucking yeah, how stoked were you to be here today,
1: dude? Hell fucking yeah, eleven. Hell fucking yeah, awesome. Everyone says eleven. I love that. Great. Yeah. Great. Spinal it means Tap. I'm doing a good job if if kids haven't seen Spinal Tap, <laughs> oh, then we, yeah. we, we you know that's yeah. that's the next Friday night um, or rainy day. We're like just 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 get through it. Yep. You'll understand later. I remember I don't know if kids know who Spinal Tap is. No, I'm sure they don't. Um, they don't know few. who they or don't know who few. Paul McCartney is. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, isn't, isn't Paul the guy that uh that Kanye gave his big break to?
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. He that there was a track, <laughs> I think it was Kanye West, Rihanna, and Paul McCartney. And everyone was like, Who the fuck is Paul McCartney?
1: Yeah, I think I read a tweet or something that they're like, man, this Paul guy. No uh, good, guys.
0: <laughs> no good. Do <laughs> your
1: fucking research, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> the beetle uh,
0: yeah um so that's that um thank you very much for being here man really hey man thank it. you i appreciate All it right. i appreciate it and uh let's keep in touch this absolutely was a man really cool time and i love to remain friends with everybody and
1: get on that wu-tan clan ig page man. yeah I yeah that'd don't be great any, man any trouble for that but that way if people <laughs> want to join they can just uh submit their own photo and name absolutely and thanks for having the whole
0: pro set up And really really you're setting the precedent for everybody else now so Crisp, like, crispy yeah i'm gonna be like you know People ask me, should I use my phone, or my computer? Just, just look at the Ryan Stakes episode. <laughs> that's what I want. I want, you know, I got the studio in the background, some guitars, skateboards on the wall. Oh, awesome. yeah,
1: yeah. It's a mess, man. Um, right here, but that's, that's, kind of, that's kind of how the studio is sometimes. Yeah. Awesome. So, Ryan, thanks again, man. I really yeah. appreciate it. Have another fucking Raging Tuesday, dude.
0: You too, man. Thank you so much. <laughs> See ya. Peace. Oh,